There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. Hello, Marcus Bronzy here from How to Kill an Hour. Today, I am going to be Skyping Nick Bright, who is not in the studio with us. Before we kick it off, though, this is not an ad, but a massive shout out to you, Skype, for having some of the sickest ever ringer music. Insider. Let's go. In the meantime, on hold. Don't answer. Just yet. Could go on for a while, you know. Oh, Nick does need to answer eventually, though, otherwise, this for a whole show. Isn't really going to be the one, is it? Yo, what's going on, Marcus? It is me, Nicholas Nicholas Bright. I can't even say my name. I'm that gas. Bruv, this this whole situation with Skype, I've explained to the listener already that I'm calling you via Skype. And before we start today's show, how sick is the Skype tube? Like on your I need to know, on my end, when I'm calling you, it sounds like a house anthem. How's this sound on your side? Yeah, it's it's like it, it sounds like a um like a Dua Lipa tune. I'm just waiting for her to come in. Like <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Like it's just like doonga 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 doonga. I'm like yeah, rhythm. Come on, the Skype guys are, are winning at it. What I need to do though to take it to the next level, if I was working at Skype now, I'd be like, we need to get like a hip hop one, yeah, like a rock one, yeah. We just need to like get bare different ones. You know, there was that technology a few years ago where you could have a tune playing over the ringtone. So yeah, your phone would ring like, and I could have a subscription service where you'd hear like, and in the background you'd hear something like, I don't know. Hello, Marcus. I, I, I always used to, I, like, I always used to wonder how the fuck have these people did this? That like, I'll be, I'll be phoning someone and some big tune will be banging down the phone, and I'm like, what the fuck is going? And then they'll just be like, hello. <laughs> like, what? Uh, anyway, should we start the show now? Yeah, let's do it. Are you serious? This is How to Kill an Hour. My name is Marcus Bronzy. And my name is Nick Bright. There are many ways to kill some time out there, but right now you are killing some time with us. Yes, indeed. But before we crack on with the show, right, we here at How to Kill an Hour, right, we're big fans of WWE and the WWE 2K18 game. So much so that we are giving your jabroni ass the chance to win. Uh, Nick, you can't, you can't be calling somebody a jabroni and then offering them, offering them a chance to win something, bruv. It's not. But, but sorry, I'm sorry about Nick. He's just getting a bit excited. He does that it's sometimes. The, it's, it's, it's the yin and yang, isn't it? You know what I mean? Like, I call them a jabroni, but they get the chance to win. Like, all right, all right. Forget it. Forget it. So much so that we're giving you the chance to win one of three copies of WWE 2K18 WrestleMania Edition, which is packed full of bonus content including the john cena and kurt angle packs all you have to do to enter is click the link in the show description or go to howtokillanhour.com slash win that's howtokillanhour.com slash win that is correct you saw john cena a couple of weeks ago didn't you i did see john cena no, it's funny like a lot of people say you can't <laughs> see him innit? you know what i mean but i did i did see him like he came in to see me on my on my radio show um, yeah. one extra radio show um because he's got a movie called blockers um which is out now in the uk uh, i think it drops on the 6th of april in the us that's just off the top of my head which mm. uh, was, was the date now it's the third when we're recording this so in a, in a few days time but yeah i uh, i was lucky enough to go and check the movie out before it was released um they do things called screenings when you're interviewing like a movie star you get invited to like a like a personal screening thing mm. um, and depending on what company it is fox or universal nbc whatever you go to different screening rooms 
Mm, mm -hmm. this one this one is like a brand new one in central london just off of oxford street and um it was nbc universal that i went to and it's it's so sick because the cinema screens are like they're not like big ones it's not like if you go to your local cinema or whatever so like i imagine it to be like if i was a famous rapper like the size of the cinema screen that i'd have in my house where me and my brethren can just watch movies and stuff that's what nice. it would be. No, and how big is not that big? Like, how many seats are you talking about? How how private this, is this? This one was actually quite quite big. It wasn't it wasn't like big, but it was like to put a number on it. I'd say like maybe I'd say at least a thirty seater, at least probably more than that. I reckon maybe at least a forty five to fifty seater. It was quite a big one. But I've been to like smaller ones where it's like only three rows. You know what I mean? And mm. like, you'd be like, I could have this in my house. Just imagine getting a football on there, yeah. watching Arsenal lose every week. Be yeah. great, you know? Yeah, dark so no one can see you cry tears Ex of sadness. Exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, John Cena, he's 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 a mad cool guy. Like, you know, what I'll, what I'll say about him is I didn't really know what to expect. I'd, I'd never interviewed him before. I'd seen him do interviews and stuff. But, you know, it's one thing... You know, when your profession is to interview people, it's one thing like seeing other interviews and seeing how they're behaving in those interviews yeah. uh, to doing an interview yourself. Because a lot of the time, say if John Cena gets interviewed by, I don't know, James Corden on The Late Late Show right. in America. Right. Like, I don't know what John Cena and James Corden's relationships like when the cameras are off. They might be cool. They might have like, you know, James Corden might have interviewed him a hundred times before. So it's like they're like super cool but when it's the first time you're interviewing someone i'm always like oh, are they going to be cold are they just going to be cool straight away and he was just like super nice came in spoke about wrestling we uh we played a little game with him where um we gave him some fake wrestler names and some real ones and he had to work out which ones were the real and which ones were the fake ones and obviously we spoke about blockers so yeah it was a all round it was just a good chat and he was suited and booted as well from like top to bottom why, all that why? was missing that? was like a hat you know i don't know but after i did the interview i like i was talking to somebody and i said like um i said i mentioned that he was just wearing a full three-piece suit like looking suave and i was mm. just wearing a t-shirt and then somebody said to me oh on like two like a couple of a couple of the days during the week i can't remember what days it is i think it, it's either like a wednesday or a thursday or a thursday and a friday or whatever um he always wears a suit and like, uh, apparently, even if you're going to his house for like a dinner party or he's invited you somewhere or something like that, he expects you to wear a suit as well. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's just a, it's just a rule he's got in life. Like, and, and the day one of the days in question was the day that I interviewed him. So maybe that's why he was wearing a suit. Do you know what? I get it, Nick. I get it because I used to work in recruitment for a little while. Yeah. And yeah, I used fun. to have to wear a suit all day long and the first thing i wanted to do after a long week of working with a suit on was just take all my clothes off now john cena works in a ring most of the time with not many clothes on so maybe just it's like the reverse on, yeah. like just pants on sometimes yeah <laughs> and and maybe he it's like the opposite effect for him he's like i want to relax and, and unwind by putting on some clothes just saying bro <laughs> can you can you imagine that is like the total opposite like getting yeah. back from a hard day's work like <laughs> man i really need to relax and unwind <laughs> let me put on a three-piece suit this is gonna yeah. relax me like this is gonna be so comfortable imagine that bruv coming through the front door on a cold blistery blustery day yeah with just no top on a pair of jean shorts on yeah <laughs> do you know what i mean maybe I, I, you can't see me hat but more time than not he throws that into the crowd at the start of the wrestling match so yeah, he comes exactly. home he just needs he wants to wrap up warm he wants to unwind by getting dressed i get it john i'm with you john's here it makes sense crack the code nick um and the film what's it saying was it all right yeah yeah the, the film's good man it's essentially about it's about um john cena's one of the one of the dads in the movie and and uh he's got a daughter yeah. and her and her two friends all girls yeah they're planning on losing their virginity at uh prom yeah which uh which is interesting for a uk audience because obviously we're massively aware of prom we know what it's all about because we've seen lots of american films but over here prom we do have them but they're just like they're not a big deal at all in america mm. proms are like oh my god it's prom it's the best night of your life blah blah over here it's like oh it's prom well you gotta pay to go nah yeah. that's what i did my prom is like what 20 quid to go nah mate forget you it think about what you could spend that 20 quid on when you're that yeah, age I, I swerved that mate so I, I didn't go to mine but um 
Yeah, so they, they, they plan on losing their virginity and the movie, the title Blockers, it it's basically does exactly what it says on the tin. Uh, the parents, they find out that the girls are trying to lose their virginity and they're trying to block them from losing their virginity. <laughs> oh, that sounds like a film I want to watch, man. That, yeah, sounds, yeah. that sounds all right. Very jokes, man. Like, like quick, like, like, uh, yeah, go on. I'm just going to say, I'm not just saying that because I interviewed him and he's significantly bigger than I am, wider anyway. I'm actually taller than him because I'm a, I'm a tall rare, but mm. um, it is a good film. You'll, you'll, you'll enjoy it. There's lots of laugh out loud moments. And one of, my, the, one of the uh, funniest moments in there, it's not a spoiler alert, don't worry, but one of the funniest moments in there is when they have to kind of, the parents have to crack like an emoji code like because the, the, the daughters are texting in emoji speak <laughs> and the parents are like trying to work out what it means <laughs> what does the eggplant mean what does the eggplant mean that, well, that 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 joke that exact joke comes up ah uh, yes oh man uh, do you know what it got me what do we have like you've like you've made it quite apparent or the film's made it quite apparent that like losing your virginity virginity around prom times like a thing like a set time like from what yeah. You're telling me I feel like that's when loads of people in America like try to lose their virginity in real life. Because obviously behind every joke, there's a little bit of like realism, right? Yeah. Over here in the UK, I don't know if there's like, there was like a set time at school where like, nah. you know, obviously the age of 16 is le- where it's legal over here. But I don't know. I don't know. That, was there like a key moment, a key nah. time when we're Not supposed to do this? No, because we don't have like a party. And and well, I, I don't off the top of my head without Googling, I don't know what the age is that Americans have prom because do they do they go school later than us? I think because we finish school at 16 yeah. in the UK, you finish school at 16 and then you go to college. But Americans call university college, whereas we go to college, which is like in between school and university. And then you go to university after college. So I'm thinking that Americans are maybe at school until they're 18 and then they have prom, maybe, or 17, 18, and then yeah. they go to university. So, so therefore, I think that maybe when they're all talking about losing their virginity at prom, they might be, they might be older than we were when we were finishing school. Okay. All right. Huh. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, at the start of the show, I usually ask you how you've been killing some time with our killer bit. That's clearly one of them. But how else have you been killing your time, Nick? Yeah, so after I did that interview, uh, two days after, I went to Portugal for a couple of days, just on a on a, on a little relaxing one, a bit of sightseeing, chilling on some trams and that. Went to Lisbon, mm-hmm. which is where where I spent most of the time. And um, Lisbon is very um, it's very hilly, man. That's one of the things I'll say. It's a beautiful city. There's so much to see, so much to do. Lots of bars, clubs, history, um, culture. It's really, really nice. The weather weren't that good, though. You know what I mean? It's a bit a bit chilly, a bit nippy, mate. You know what I mean? You needed a jacket, them ones. Mm. And uh, because, because I'm British, I just rolled up with one jacket only. So I was wearing the same jacket the whole time I was there. Like, just a denim jacket. It's not. It wasn't like, you know, you need a big jacket, weather, like, type weather. You could just get away with a light jacket. But it was just a bit annoying. I had to wear the same jacket. that I wasn't expecting to wear the jacket in the daytime, innit? And then in the daytime, it was a bit rainy and cold. And I was like, shit, I need the jacket all the time. Oh, but, preparation um, is key, man. Uh, yeah, but it, uh, I I don't know. I just got gassed in it. I thought whenever you get on a plane, unless you're going to, you know, Scandinavia or them countries there, <laughs> when you step off the plane, you're just thinking it's going to be hot, isn't it? It's going to be hotter than, <laughs> hotter than where I left, isn't it? Them ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right well so what was like the actual physical apart from the weather like what's like lisbon like like is it nice to look at is it like a friendly yeah, yeah. place what's it about yeah the, 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 if you like seafood man you'll like it there there's lots of seafood around and all that but um it's fucking hilly man like, <laughs> if, if, you, if you're somebody who's listening to this maybe in san francisco then you won't batter an eyelid because like cool san francisco's mm. mad hilly isn't it? Mm. You know I mean? lisbon is basically like the san fran of europe um it's got trams, the same like pr- proper old school traditional trams as well. They haven't up, they haven't updated the trams since like since they originally got put there because the the place is so hilly and the corners are so tight and stuff that modern trams actually wouldn't be able to cope with it. Yeah, that's right. I know about mm. my tram shit. Your you know tram, I mean? your tram, your tram knowledge is on point, bruv. I'm on my tram shit, bruv. You get me? <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, they haven't updated those trams. So it's like proper nice. You get on these like real old school trams and it's a very photogenic place. But if you've got to walk around up those hills after a while, you're like, fucking, I've had enough of this, mate. You know what I mean? Yeah. You must have yeah. come back with some cuffs and glutes of steel. Yeah. 
Man's like the quads. <laughs> the, the quads, quads are popping. Yeah, man. I did rough. see your pictures on your on your Instagram at Nick Bright DJ. I did see them, and you got some. Took some. I saw the story was popping. Did you put some picture pictures up, like proper pictures? Um, yeah, I took one of the um, the castle of Saint George, okay. which is in in Lisbon. I took that through. We, I was just walking around, and then I yeah. saw you know, like sometimes when you're just walking around and you see like a perfect like photo op all like, the time. Oh, that, that, yeah, yeah. Every time so, I pass um, a mirror, yeah. <laughs> so I I just um I was walking and then there was this kind of like um it's the best way to describe it it's almost like a window but with no glass in it it was just on the street and I saw it and then I, and you could see the castle for it perfectly and I was like that's a shot you get me so mm. that shot because the castle's like in Lisbon the castle's on top of the hill you got to imagine when they built this castle um when it was colonized when they when they when they went there. They was it colonized actually? Portugal. Anyway, whoever built the castle, right? Mm-hmm. They were like, "Listen, we need it at the top of the hill, bruv, so we can see who's coming." You get me? Mm. So we can like start shooting the bow and arrows at these motherfuckers. Um, Always so, need yeah. that higher ground. Always need the exactly. higher ground, bruv. And, and speaking of higher ground, actually, um, I, w- I went to a place when I was in Portugal. I went to a place called Sintra, which is um, I think it's in the district of Lisbon still, but it's like a forty-five minute train ride mm-hmm. out of the city. Um, and I like doing shit like that as well because you get to see a bit more of the country and you get to see a bit more like rather than just the centre it'd be like coming to London and just going to fucking Oxford Street you know what I mean I want to see mm. a little bit more um, but I can't imagine people are flying into London going I really want to go to Croydon you know I really I must I must check out Croydon <laughs> I've heard it's really nice yeah, <laughs> can't imagine that I really need to go to Barnet I've, I've heard a lot about Barnet it's lovely oh. um, but anyway so uh, we went to Sintra and this place if you, if you Google Sintra the classic picture that would come up is spelled S-I-N-T-R-A. The, the classic picture that would come up is um, the palace. The palace is at the top of the hill. And it, it looks like it looks like something out of Aladdin, bruv. Because there, there's, a, there's a Middle Eastern um, influence in Portugal. Oh, jeez. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and have you just Googled the picture? I've li- I've just Googled it. Wow. Yeah, yeah, so it looks... It lo- it's, it's beautiful, man. The palace is like super nice and it's right at the top of the hill so when i went there i hiked up the hill bruv i walked yeah. it from the town all the way to the to the palace boy now that was fucking hell that was next level that took about up up a steep ass hill and shit it's all off road because if i explain an hour 45 really hour 45 yeah. you must have really needed well you know what good thing it wasn't that hot then otherwise you would have had the bettiest swallows in the world mate yeah you'd have been dripping been yeah yeah, I mean, it's hard to, 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 to make it sound nice if I explain the colours of it, but it's like the primary colours that they use, like the yellows and the reds, like, it shouldn't yeah, exactly. look as nice as it does, if that makes sense. It's like... It's, it's, it's odd colours. It's very, very um, Arabic influenced, mm. you can see it in, in mm. architecture. Boy, How to Kill an Hour hey. taking a real highbrow stance this week, aren't mm. we? Oh, yes, yes, yes. And how was the wine there, Nick? No, we won't do that. I, I must say the wine was positively <laughs> delightful. <laughs> Uh, yeah oh, alright so that's how you've been killing some time uh, recently yeah, Nick um, what have I been doing for my kill a bit here we are look listen yeah, I've got on. one you for you listener if you found, found a wine a bit too fancy this is a super super quick one if you have an iPhone you can use True Tone uh, it's this feature uh, on, on which basically the sensors on your phone white balance what you see on your phone depending on where you are so the type of light that you're under will adjust the kind of hue of your screen, right? Right. So if you, I mean, Nick, you can do this right now. If you, you got your iPhone with you? It's on charge. It's on, it's on the charging pad. Man's got okay. the X out here. You get me? You just give me a set. <laughs> what, the wireless, what the wireless charging pad, yeah? Yes, yeah, it's on the pad, just on the bedside crazy, table, bro. Crazy, crazy. I mean, I, I, if, you, if you're listening to this, Marcus isn't in my bedroom. We're, we're, uh, we're doing this over Skype. Yes, using the power of broadband. Yeah. Um, um, Right, hang on. What do I need to do? I got downloads. Settings. If you get up into your settings. Settings. Yeah. yeah. Boom. Display and brightness. Uh, display and brightness. Boom. Turn on true tone. It's already on, bruv. Ah, there you go. You're popping. You are popping. Uh, that and also turning on a feature called night shift adjusts the color of your screen. Now, night shift. 
I'm going to guess that you're in an environment where you're in low light and I'm going to adjust the colors that you see on your screen so that they look slightly more yellow. And what that does is it stops you looking at your phone, keeping you awake because, you know, there's yeah. the blue light that comes off your screen like, and a certain amount of the light that comes off your screen is blue and that wakes you up. So if you adjust it to a slightly warmer hue and a slightly dimmer hue, uh, display, then you will not stay up all night long, even if you do a little bit of late night swipage on Tinder and stuff like that. So there you go. There's True Tone. As well as that, Boom. Nick, uh, did you update your phone as well? There was a new update the other day. Uh, that is a very good question. I don't know if I did, you know. Let me let me, let me, me have a little look-see live on the podcast. Yeah. Well, Software update. Do you want me to read out what they, what they say is in, in this update? Yeah, go on. You can read out because there's one big thing in the update, which I All think right. is, is proper. Are you ready? Yes. Here we go. iOS 11.3 introduces new features, including ARKit. 1.5 with support for more immersive augmented reality experiences <laughs> iphone battery health beta new mm. and emoji for iphone x users and more this update also includes stability improvements and bug fixes yes and then it goes on about for information on the blah 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 blah, blah. Uh, no one cares about the rest big thing though is the battery health beta you can now at any point check how the battery in your phone is performing remember there was this whole issue about iphone slowing down oh this is it, when they were fucking us isn't it mm, exactly so now you can check out whether your phone's got maximum capacity or whether it's not working well enough you need to take it into the store before you had to go into the store go through the whole rigmarole of waiting for an appointment or setting up an appointment now you can look at your phone and say listen my battery's working fine. You can find out whether it's your busy fingers that are the problem or whether your phone needs replacing. There you go. You're welcome. Mm. You are welcome, guys. Well, and you can I'm, find I'm that downloading that shit right now. If you've updated your phone, well, Nick's not done it, but if you've updated your phone, just go to iPhone, uh, just go settings, uh, select battery, and then it says battery health beta. You give that a little poke, boink, and it gives you all the information uh, and sorts you out. So there you go. There's a bit of a techie one. Also, Nick, I went to Alcatraz. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, the I, Alcatraz? I went to an, an Alcatraz. Uh, right, okay. Not, not the Alcatraz, because if I did, I, I'd probably still be in there. Uh, yeah. And uh, so you kept I, I wouldn't quiet, have Wi-Fi. Um, and I probably, I'd be pretty sad, bruv. I wouldn't be in a good mood. But <laughs> Alcatraz is an experience, uh, which they've set up. Uh, it's in East London. It's an immersive right. theatrical experience, which puts you in jail. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, we'll pop a link to the venue in the show description, which will have the address in it. Uh, but basically, you pop over to the venue and it looks like you're outside a normal door. You're just queuing up and there's few. Oh, you're going Alcatraz? Yeah, going Alcatraz. Yeah, going Alcatraz. Yeah, going Alcatraz. And they prep you by telling you to bring along a bottle of booze of your choice. Um, I decided to bring along vodka because, hey, I did. That's not important though. Somebody, what, what, hang on, what, what vodka was it? Was it a cheap one or was it a was it a premium spirit? Well, I kind of I tick both of those at the same time, Nick. All right. So, oh wait, when you say cheap and premium, well, you're gonna find out. I'm gonna find out whether you think this is cheap or premium. I went to the local Tesco on my way there, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. And I looked along the spirit row and said, "Oh, that's on offer. I'll have that. Fifteen quid. It was a raspberry absolute vodka." And that's good. That's a premium. That's a premium vodka. That's good. Yeah. So and good. right next yeah. to it was the Glens. No, I'm joking. <laughs> yeah. Right next to it, the Glens, you know, the paint stripper. <laughs> Listen, I learned, I learned at uni not to drink those kind of drinks. You drink those kind of drinks and you become a, a person that is, you become a, a shadow of yourself. I've seen, yeah. I've seen people drink vodka. Do you know what? I used to work in a booze shop at uni as well. Vodka isn't even a vodka. Bruv. It's, nuts, it's such it? a low percentage that I think it counts as like a schnapps or something. So basically you're getting a schnapps wow. with no flavour in it. Just a, <laughs> a raw vodka schnapp. Um, it's like that. someone taking your bottle of vodka and pouring a bit of water in it and shaking it around and selling it to you. Uh, anyway, so I went for the Raspberry Absolute Salute. Uh, met my, my mate Mike, went down there and stood outside the venue and there was just this door Somebody kicked open the door about five minutes before we were meant to go in and started giving us the biggest bollocking of our life. The immersive experience started from there. A couple of cops basically came out, threw us into the venue, threw us into the joint, got us in our orange and blacks, you know, the jumpsuits that you wear when yeah. you're in jail. And then to further immerse you, 
you're thrown into these cells. <laughs> you get put in an actual cell. Where's and, the vodka? And and this is how it works. This is so. It's, it sounds so off key, and I loved it. You have to hide your drink. So we had a pillowcase. Uh. So we hid our bottle in a pillowcase, and then we have to sneak over to different parts of the venue to get to get these barmen who are also in on it to make your beverages. Whilst there is a whole heap of mad jail-ish going on. What Absolutely crazy, bro. There's you know like I, did, I did see, I did see a picture actually of you on social media. I, can't, I, can't, I don't know where I saw it. I think it might be on the How to Kill It our Instagram or somewhere. But it's like someone's got their foot on your <laughs> on your back or something, making you do some press ups. I'm like, bro, this 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 immersive experience is a bit too immersive for my liking. But basically, I was having a go because someone was snitching. Yeah, and I said, listen, sn- snitches get stitches. <laughs> and one of the guards was like, oh really? Yeah. Who runs this place? You or me? And I was like, well, you know, no one likes a snitch. He goes, you know what no one likes? I go, what? He goes, 20 press-ups. And I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. So, then, yeah, I got I got made to do press-ups and uh, there was a bit of a bootage on my back. Because, obviously, I banged out the 20 press-ups yeah, very easily. Yeah, I was about easily. to say, man, you go gym all the time. 20, 20 press-ups is a snack. When I did it, people were like, oh, my gosh, he's actually going to do it. I was like, come on. Man, do man this. done 20 clap press-ups. 20 no, clap no. one-hand press-ups, no hands. <laughs> Bro, I was going to do that, but I was worried. I was worried about the consequences. Uh, but within all of this, like you, you're having a drink, yeah. You're drinking what you like to drink. They provide all the mixers for you, uh, so they're knocking out like these hooch style cocktails. And while this happens, uh, uh, and not the most crazy bit of narrative happens because obviously you want to stay around like your beverages and talk a little bit. But like, there's bits of narrative where you've got interactions between guards and and obviously other inmates, inmates and other inmates, little side miss- uh, missions, and also. There's a situation that occurs between the head of the jail, uh, who is a very religious man and likes to quote from the Bible, and a guard. And uh, there's some solitary confinement in there, bruv, as well. And I got put in that, and I won't tell you what happens in solitary confinement, but it was a very memorable experience. Uh, The actors are absolutely amazing. It's a laugh. If if you want to go out and have a few drinks in London before going out, great idea, because you get to, to bring along something that you like to drink. Uh, book your tickets to go to the venue and I've heard a couple of people say what you have to pay to go there and bring alcohol when you do the maths and add it all together as long as you're not you know being in a bottle of Ace of Spades it actually works out as cheaper than going to a bar and drinking for a couple of hours so yeah that's true that's true to be fair you know what I mean and if you spill a bit of drink on yourself it goes on your overalls you could take them off blessed yeah and if you get the vodka I mean it's even cheaper you know what I mean yeah well yeah yeah you probably end up in a real jail if you drink that stuff so that's one (laughs) way I've been killing some time the other place Nick is I went to Four Thieves which is a pub in Clapham South London uh, near the overground so if you're in the London area visiting London the overground runs right through London very easy to get to about 10 minutes walk from Clapham Station it's a pub downstairs a normal pub pub grub beers Drunk people. Peanuts. Peanut definitely oh, bruv, come on. You, fruit you, machines. You can't of course. You can't be a pub without peanuts and fruit machines. No. What kind of pub no. are you if you don't have peanuts and fruit machines, man? Exactly. Come on, come on. Gastro pub, bruv. Oh, oh yeah, don't get me started on that, bruv. Are you a pub or are you a restaurant? Hmm? Talk exactly. To me. Yeah. Um upstairs though, they have a massive selection of arcade games. Cool. You've got Street Fighters in there, Time Crisis is in there. They also have managed to... Cr- I don't know how they've got all of this in there, but it, it was amazing. Uh, they've got Plonk Golf, which is a mini golf course with seven holes. They've managed to put into this really... It's Well, they've made it work. It works. A, a space which is... I thought they'd never get seven holes in there. It's great. It's like Crazy Golf, which is neon. And I like a bit of Crazy Golf. You don't have to be good at golf. That's a laugh. Um, they've also got an interactive VR experience where there's three VR booths. You can hop in one, I can hop in another, another mate can hop in a third one and you have a multiplayer VR game where you can actually roll around in a VR environment together. What? Yeah, mate, oh, it's crazy, it's crazy. Uh, They also have some custom-made fairground games. Do you mean like, when you say fairground games, do you mean like, I don't know, like coconut shy type Games. Yeah, yeah. There was this game that we played where basically you had these balls and you had to throw them into a hole, a target right, hole. Okay. But it was custom built so that 
you as you play against your mates, your score shows up digitally on a TV screen. So like, I'm next yeah. to my mate playing. He's on four thousand. I'm on four thousand two hundred. He's like, no, 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 oh, whatever, what. And 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 it's like these really kind of kooky, uh, steampunky designs that they've got in there. Because for example, that game that we played, some of the or, or, or most of the arcade, uh, sorry, the um, fairground games that you play, most of those games have prizes that you win and. You don't just get tickets like at conventional sort of arcades and stuff. Our, my score came up on the screen and then this little device released the ball which rolled all the way across the game that we were playing and then popped out into my hands in front of me. It was kind of like I was in like, I don't know, man. I, was, I felt like I was in some sort of kooky garage where somebody had mm. been making all these uh, sort of exciting games. That Marcus, w- is, Marcus is used to having balls in his hand in kooky garages. I mean... It no. wouldn't be the first time in my life that that's happened. And let's be honest, Nick, <laughs> ain't going to be the last, mate. Ain't going to be the last. <laughs> well, it sounds sick, though. I'm not going to lie. It's, it, it, sounds, it sounds quite similar um, to... Um, do you remember when we went to the People's Park Tavern to do the escape room in, yes. in, uh, in Hackney? Yes. Yes. Well, they actually have the, the same game that we played, Lady Chastisee's Reserve there as well. They've actually opened up ah. an escape room there as well. So there's an escape room there, right? There's crazy golf, plonk golf. There's VR experiences. There's 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 new twists on classic um, fairground games. As well as that, they've got something called Moonshine Raceway, which is a custom-built raceway. Think of Skeletrics or think of very, very, very small go-karts, if you don't know what Skeletrics is, driving around on a track. There's 10 seats behind the track, each of them with a steering wheel, a gas pedal and a brake. And you sit in one of those seats and you drive your little cars around against your mates. And they've got live commentary. They've got lap times, they've got prizes for the winners. It, 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 you get into it. Sounds it. crazy, so, man. It's was, so was much it, fun. The only, the only thing that I, 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 I've not been to this place, you know, mm-hmm. but the only thing I do want to ask is, was it busy in there? Because it sounds like this is a destination and Clapham is like very accessible and lots of people actually live in Clapham as well. Like it, it's, it strikes me as the kind of place that I could be wrong, but I'd be like, I really want to go there. It sounds amazing, blah, blah, blah. Then I'd get there and it is just be like rammed because like it sounds, it's, it's so good. And loads of other people have the same idea as me and want to go. Very good point, Nick. So we went on a Wednesday, right? Because I knew that, and I was advised that Thursdays and Fridays and Saturdays are obviously very busy days. We managed to go on everything within about three hours. We were chilling though. We were taking our time. We had a little bit of food in between as well. Burger and chips. Lovely. You know, Uh, and we're in and out in about three hours. I think if you go on a week end or a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and you want to do everything in there and have a real good time and try everything, you may have to wait a little bit. Uh, I'd say, you know, I'd say get there at six. Say if you're going to leave there at 11 and go on somewhere else or just stay there for the night if you want to yeah. chill. Because they've got a DJ there as well who plays tunes on a Saturday night as well. So while you're doing all your activities, you've got tunes going in the background as well. Very busy, man. Like, I don't see a reason for it not to be because there's just so much going on in there. It's crazy. Yeah. Plus, they've got their own brewery downstairs. So uh, if you were fancy trying a few craft beers, they can sort you out. It goes back to what we've been saying for a long time on this podcast, man. People, people want a little bit more than just the pub now yeah. people want a little bit more than just the bar you know what i mean they want to exactly. go out exactly and they want like other shit to be in those places and like i feel like this is only a good thing man it, like obviously you know weatherspoons and companies like that they're not going to do it because you know they, they're they just serve alcohol and food and that's what they're there for but like i feel like a lot of independent pubs they could benefit especially because pubs are shutting down left right and center man like mm. you know pe- pubs could benefit if they just done a little bit more than just be a pub exactly and I mean, nail on the head, Nick. Like, if the prospect of just going out to the pub and drinking for drinking's sake, nah, man. Like, people want to. People are, are more aware of what's good for them, and they know that yeah. if you just do that, that's not healthy. But if you go out and you're active and you do a little bit of moving around, you know, one, you're not just going to sit there drinking all day, and two, you're going to have it's more fun. It's more sociable, man. Like, yeah, it's, 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 it's a lot fun, isn't it? Yeah, yeah like, a lot. In fact, yesterday I went to. I totally forgot to mention this in the killer bit earlier, but I'll just mention it quick anyway. Yeah, cool. Cause, oh, yeah, yeah, but, but yesterday I went to. Uh, I went to a place called Swingers, which isn't what it sounds like. Right. It's, okay. Uh, I'm in. Keys in a bowl. It's it's basically um, there's two of them now. There's there's one in the in uh, the city. So uh, you know you know the Gherkin building in London. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's right there but the one I went to yesterday um, was just off of Oxford Street where the BHS shop used to be before they before they shut down yeah okay um, shut down 
so swingers is essentially it's a it's a mini golf bar it's a bit like junkyard golf but it's mm-hmm. it's it's, a, it's the same premise there's two courses in there junkyard golf has got four courses the one in brick mm-hmm. lane but mm-hmm. swingers has got two courses but it's a it's a lot more swanky than junkyard golf junkyard golf is very like east london you know they're going for that kind of rough and ragged vibe because it's right. meant to be a junkyard, whereas right. Swingers is like polished. And this, this is a brand new one as well. The, the one in the city is the original one, but the one I went to yesterday is new. It only opened uh, in the last few weeks. And mm. you can tell when you're in there, it's, it's fucking plush, bruv. Like, and and they've they got, they got like bars on the courses, bars yeah. like they, they've, they, they do like loads of cocktails. They've got um, Bredos Tacos, um, a patty and bun, and a... Um, uh, pizza place all and a gelato place all inside there so you can order food whilst you're playing golf and then it like the food comes it's it's, it's a vibe trust me if you go there if you go there with you can go there on a date or you can go there with the boys or, or girls and, and and you can still have a wicked time and uh, just just as an aside when i was in there yesterday um arsenal player callum chambers was also in there so if it's good enough for millionaire footballers it's good enough for me mate did you tell him to sort it out? I mean, I know we've, we've, we've had a win recently, but did you have a word? I didn't chat to him, no, nah, because, you know, he probably would have like asked me for photos and that, man. He would have been like, oh my God, you're Nick Bright off of one extra. Bruv, let me have a photo. I'd have been like, come on, Callum, mate. You know <laughs> what I mean? I'm just trying to play fucking golf, mate. You know, leave me alone. All right, cool swingers. So there's one in the city, one in the West End, like right next to Oxford. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com spoken today. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com ACAST. That's greenlight.com slash ACAST. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss circus yeah it's basically like if you if you come out of oxford circus tube station you can be there within like three minutes literally the center of all london all right wicked yeah. we'll put links to that in the show description as well i mean that's what we're here for here out now we're out here out here trying things so that we can let you know about all of the great things sometimes mm. though we talk about shit things oh here we uh, go what have we got <laughs> And uh, remember a couple of weeks back, Nick, when we spoke on the show, we we had a a situation that occurred which revolved around how uh, some of us like to use the bathroom or or more importantly, how some of us finish when taking a shit in the bathroom. This was when when serial killer producer Bill revealed (laughs) to the world that he he stands up when he wipes his ass, right? Is that what you're on about? Yes, and he said... Quote, the people that stand up when they wipe their ass didn't know that there were people that sit down when they wipe their ass. So us, you and I, Nick, us being surprised at the fact that there are people that stand up when they wipe their bottom, uh, we're just as surprised. The the, the people who are just as surprised uh, are the ones that stand up when they wipe their bottom as well. And I promise, I promised I'd put it out there, Nick, to, 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 to the internet. And, uh... Do you, do you have you seen the results <laughs> that came in? I, I remember that I remember the results were like way closer than they should have been. 60-40, bro. There's sixty percent so, sitters, forty percent standers to wipe. So, their so ass. there's they, you know when people do those things that like you know one in every mm. one in every three mm. people is mm. a, is a serial killer. 
we've mm. just done our own one, mate. You know, forty percent of the How to Kill an Hour listeners are all murderers. <laughs> it's it's official, <laughs> Bruv, Two out of five people stand up when they wipe their ass. Which is when you're sitting on the train, yeah, and you've got two people to your left, two people to your right. One of them, sta- uh, two of them stand up and wipe their ass. And if there's only one of them that stands up and wipe their ass, you're the other one that stands up and wipes your ass. Imagine, imagine, I'm just flabbergasted. Imagine going, hmm, I sit down to do this. I sit down to have a shit, you know, that's what, that's what, but when I wipe my ass, I'm just going to stand up. Why don't you just go the whole hog and just stand up and have a shit? You know what I mean? These people just stand over the toilet and let it run down your legs and that, you know what I mean? (laughs) Just go for it. I just, I, I, I can't comprehend. I can't comprehend why. I just, I, I can't, I don't know. But anyway, look, Nick, we, we have to be open-minded on the show. We put it out to the people and to our great shock, 40% of the nation stand See, up and wipe their ass. This, this, this is why the people aren't allowed things. When the government put it out there to say, we want you to name this new research vessel, the fucking public decided they wanted to call it Boaty McBoatface. <laughs> and now we've put this out there saying, look, oh, do you sit down or stand up? 40% of the people are showing themselves up and this is why the public can't have a say in anything. Exactly. And 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 if and we have done a live show in the past where we've managed to explore uh, the different opinions of the of the live audience. And I think Nick this is going to be something that follows us around into live shows because I think we need to we need to further discuss we need to get to the root of this problem at some point. We need to, bruv. I can't let this go. And we need to fix it, bruv. I don't want to get on my high horse right now, but we need to fix this issue. I want unity when it comes to ass wiping. That's all I want, bruv. That's all ass I want. Ass wiping unity. What do we want? Unity. <laughs> when do we want it? Now. What do we want? Sitting. When do we want it? All the time. Disgusting. Uh, right. So what else has been popping in the world that we can discuss? Because we like to keep across what's happening in the world of media and technology, uh, but not in a boring way. In a fun way. Now, we've spoken about Netflix quite a bit on the show. Nick, quick fire questions. Have you watched Altered Carbon on Netflix? I haven't watched Altered Carbon on Netflix. In fact, on, on my TV screen right now, I've just paused an episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Just ah, you- yes. Sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. True excitement. Go on. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I was just just saying it's like I've got Netflix up on the, cool. screen, the telly, but I haven't watched this. Cool. Uh, where, where are you at in Brooklyn Nine-Nine? What season? Uh, the latest one that's on Netflix. I think it's. I think it might be season four. Yeah, Wicked, right. Wicked show, love that. May I recommend Altered Carbon, which we spoke about in last week's show, if you want more information, and also Annihilation, which is a film which will mess with your headpiece, bruv, but a very good watch indeed. Check those out. Now, Netflix, we spoke about on the show... It, it, saying that they're getting bigger and bigger they're making more and more like i mean we reported last year that they're going to be making a whole load of of netflix originals content and they've clearly delivered on that because there's probably it feels like there's more original netflix content on netflix and there is old content sometimes because the screen is so full of stuff that they recommend to you and the conversation i had with funk last week nick was are we going to see netflix trying to become an actual network by buying out a network or creating their own to create film content. Now, I seem to think they would. Funk said they might, they might not. And they've actually, it's come out that they might be buying a guy called Luke Besson's Europa Corp. Now, um, Luke brought, like Luke's, it's his own independent film company, a very, very big independent film company. This is how big it is. They (laughs) created a film called Valerian, uh, City of a Thousand Planets. Now, this was independently funded. The budget for this, was a reported 180 million. So even though I'm saying an independent film company, they've got budgets, bruv. Rihanna was in this 180 million. Mm, mm, wow. Mm. So they make big boy films, but they're independent. Apparently, Netflix are having conversations saying that they want to buy them out. They want a total acquisition. Now, I was going to put it to you, Nick. Netflix buying studios. If you were one of the big boys in Hollywood, would you be a little bit worried? Definitely, man. Netflix has become more than just a more than just a um, service that we use to just um, try and chat up girls and stuff like that. It's, it's become, <laughs> no, but, but on a real, it's it's 
it's infiltrated popular culture now in the same way that um, previous generations would talk about, um, you know, watching a watching a video tape or watching mm. a DVD or whatever. Netflix is now um, a, a thing that we put on when we get like, for example, like I just said to you, Netflix is on my telly right now. My TV in my room, it's not plugged into an aerial, so I can't watch traditional TV here. Mm. I watch Netflix more than anything else. Got Amazon Prime as well, so I'll watch that. But Balling. in terms of, yeah, well, listen, you know, I, mean, I might as well have both, in the words of Drake. <laughs> you know. um, but yeah, like, it's, for me, like, I can't see it going any other way, unless one of the big boy studios, Hollywood studios, revolutionize the way they do things I, I, the other i was i was actually quite annoyed because i don't know if you saw the news that um netflix was banned from the Cannes film festival um they 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 basically turned around and said that like any netflix movie so bright the um the will smith movie that wasn't mm-hmm. allowed to be entered in for, in for any awards at the Cannes film festival and they said it's because it's uh none of your uh, movies go in the cinema first and i'm like this is bullshit the cinema's dying on its ass. This is this is a classic example of like the old time, the old boys club not wanting to move with the times. Like mm. the, the, on a real, you know, and this is a different conversation, but cinema is dying on its ass. Like attendances are down and down and down and down in the cinema because of it's not only just because of Netflix, because of things like piracy and blah blah blah. But Netflix is thriving. Like this is a this is a a thing that is only going to get bigger. You know, people younger than you and I are growing up with this as standard you know what i mean so this is going to grow and and in a minute can film festival and flipping all the big boys of hollywood are just going to have to admit they're going to have to go shit actually we're going to have to start paying serious attention and taking these guys seriously because they're doing their thing man exactly and 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 the cost of creating a film now means that you can get film quality content at a much cheaper price so the fact yeah. that netflix is yeah, it's cheaper than a cinema ticket. Uh, and yeah, you get to watch loads of content for it. It's not that exp- It's not, it's, you know, you don't need 180 million. I know we said someone had 180 million. It's always good to have 180 million in the bank, but you don't always need that amount of money to no. create some good ass content. Um, and I'll tell you who is on. I'll tell you who's doing it. A, a little bit of work with Netflix at the moment, and, and this is 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 common enough knowledge if you do a little bit of digging around on the internet. Troy Fall of a City, which is a C, a, a BBC show, it's come out on the BBC first. That's a collaborative project with the BBC and Netflix. They went fifty fifty or whatever. They went in on it together. They made it, and it's on the BBC, and it's going to go on Netflix afterwards because. I mean, my personal opinion is I think both of them understand that they have different demographics. So why not go in on it together? Half the costs that one one audience gets to go on it, the other audience gets to enjoy it as well. You know, maybe put it out here in the UK first and then put it out to the rest of the world afterwards. Mm. So the BBC is working collaboratively with Netflix. I think more pe- I think more people should do that. Don't be scared because the more you shun Netflix and stuff, the more they kind of, I reckon they're going to have power against you do you know what i mean because you i mean if if i saw netflix popping and doing their thing and i was fox i'd be like yeah let's work together man let's do this yeah Um, yeah yeah you know but like in terms of like not giving them an award ceremony and stuff there's just going to be like a netflix award ceremony soon and everyone's going to go to that we've seen we've seen classic examples in the past of what you're saying you know and, and not too um long ago you know in the tech arena when um instagram was flexing and doing its thing facebook went shit we need to get some of that boom mm. they bought it you know what i mean like that that that's been happening in in the tech arena for a while vine the same mm-hmm. thing Twi- mm-hmm. when when vine was about twitter went shit man these guys are these guys are doing their thing we need to buy them bang like so it happens you know what i mean so you know yeah. I, I, oh, I, I just, and then I there was think- snap and then there was snapchat when facebook said we're gonna buy you and then and then snap went nah <laughs> nah, we're all right, and then and then snaps dying on its ass because they fucking just just. Firstly, they they're stupid because Instagram Stories is just murdering it. Like you, you put me onto it, mate. You're right, mate. You put me onto Insta Stories, Nick. You put me onto it. It's just a, it's a million times better for in ter- for, for getting reach. We've already discussed that, so I don't want to yeah, go over all ground. But um, there's that, and it's also they they did this fucking update. I mean, I haven't used it, but based on what people have told me, because I don't even use Snap anymore, literally like I, I can't tell you the last time i logged into it um and this new update people are just saying they can't even find their own snapchat stories it's just fucking nuts raw it's like, basically like said, what's I, happening is is you know when you go onto twitter and it says here's stuff that you might have missed 
Yeah. And you can scroll past that or press little X and go back to your normal timeline in, in normal order, yeah? With with Snap, they've kind of done that, but it's not easy to go to where to your usual like if you say I really like Steve O the Madman, sick Snapchat. Yeah. I can't I can't get to I couldn't get to him as easily as I used to. And it kind of mishes mishes and mashes stuff up and recommends stuff to you based I just, on what I, you've looked at. I don't understand. Like maybe I, I, I maybe I get it from that point of view because they're they're trying to address the issue that I just said about mm. like discovery. They're they're trying to make it easier to discover new Snapchatters and stuff like that, which which is a positive thing. But Snapchat had already established itself in a different way. People were using it differently to say Instagram and Twitter. People were using it to follow the Snapchatters that they liked. They didn't want to have other people ram down their throats. So it's like to then try and completely change something after it after it's hit the peak of its popularity. I, th- I just I don't know what they were doing. It's, it's a ridiculous decision, in my opinion. And I just think like, you know, it can only go one way for them now unless they unless they switch it back it can only go one way. Mm-hmm. no you're right man you're right but one thing before we move on like you said we covered it before instagram stories the fact that i can at you in it and tag you in it and be like hey yeah. i'm with nick i'm with funk whatever and everyone can see that and you can see that i just why has that not existed in the past like what like that was that's one of my favorite things is the showability and i notice i just notice a lot more interaction on insta when you do stories yeah at way the more moment, at the moment anyway have you seen that Ready Player One film yet, Nick? Which I highly recommend, and we gave a full review in last week's show. Have you seen it yet? I haven't seen it. I've seen the trailer for it. It does look very good. Okay, in the trailer, do you see them wearing funky gloves, like weird gloves, or not? You may have noticed. You may not. I, it's cool, bro. I, I I can't say I've noticed it because um, I was too busy focused on the fact that there's a DeLorean in the trailer. Oi. Uh, uh, and so, and some other um, shit as well. Some there's some Star Wars stuff in there, isn't yeah, there? Bro. Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. Bruv, the IP, the intellectual property in that only Steven Spielberg could get those two things in a film together, yeah. and more, yeah, yeah, and yeah. more without spoiling it. So you would have seen them wearing these funky headsets, though, right? These things over their heads. You would have seen yeah. them wearing heads. Right, cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you look closely at the, at the uh, trailer, you'll see them wearing gloves. Now, these are in in that world. Those are gloves which they wear when they move their hands around. Their character moves them in the real world, and at the moment with real life VR. There are things like with the Oculus Rift that can see kind of there are sensors which can judge the movement of your fingers a little bit uh, with the PlayStation move controllers. There's buttons which you press, which changes the the way that the games interacts with the way that your fingers move, blah, blah, blah. But there's nothing at the moment commercially available, commercially being the uh, operative word where you can actually interact with a world and feel stuff. Oculus apparently are working on a set of haptic feedback gloves that means you can interact with the world and feel stuff. So the way that that I'm going to try and break it down and make it make sense, right? So the way it works is that the the patents have in the gloves, you're going to have these things called tendons, which I'm going to presume are going to run along above and below, maybe in between your fingers. And as you touch stuff in the world, they tense up the right parts of the glove. So like if you pick up a glass of water, when your hand goes around that glass, the tendons will, will move in a way that makes you feel like you've touched the glove. Or if, or if you open a door, you're going to feel the handle. And obviously, if they can get the, get the gloves right, there's, you know, you can have full body suits uh, without spoiling it. You might see stuff like that in Ready Player One as well. But um, that's, that's what they're looking at, o- Oculus gloves. Now, I know patents don't always mean that products are going to come into fruition, but I feel like this is the next step in VR, Nick. And... I've tried a little bit of, of haptic feedback when we did the Star Wars experience where you wore body pads on your top and if you got shot, they vibrated a little bit. And even though they're yeah. really small vibrations, when you're in the game, they feel so intense. This patent's out, Nick. I mean, I know that you'd be up for trying this when this comes out, but what, what like, how do you think this is going to change the world of VR? The fact that you can now actually pick stuff up. I feel like the sex industry is gonna <laughs> fucking have a absolute field day with this shit <laughs> yes yeah you know we, what? i've seen i've seen uh, did you see that um i don't know if you saw it like a little while back there was a video being being shared around on like facebook or whatever and um it's a video of a, of a girl she's like she's like um she wakes up at like four o'clock in the morning or whatever and she puts the camera on the alarm clock and she then she goes four in the morning he told me he was going to be in bed in 20 minutes. That was at 11 or whatever. 
still mm. not here. So then he's still playing. He's, he's like still playing them fucking video games. And then she like walks out, <laughs> and then uh, he's he's got like a VR headset on, and he's like obviously like banging a chick doggy style on VR. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> she's like, what the fuck? What the fuck are you doing? Ninety like, percent <laughs> of the mm. internet is porn, bro. That could change the game. Could you imagine that? Could you imagine going on a date where you don't even have to leave? Can you imagine Tinder, right? Yeah. You swipe on Tinder. You get a like back. You get a connection on Tinder. You don't even have to go for a date now. You just strap on your suit. They strap on theirs. You go for a little virtual date. I'll tell you what, you're all right. Let's have a go. Call it Vrinda. 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 VR, Vrinda. I reckon reckon that could happen. I reckon the kids will be on that. Especially if, if if you're a little bit body conscious. You could show them your best. This is kind of like ready, bro. This is Ready Player One in real life. You could show them your best side, and you can have a little bit of a uh, a little Vrinda experience. Boom. I'd have a go. I'd have a go. Here. Would you? Uh, Would you? I'd have to. Yeah, out of, out of kit research purposes only for the podcast. You know, I'd just like have to check it out. You know, have to check it out. Standard. Yeah. So there you go. Oculus Rift gloves. We'll definitely keep you up to date with that when that happens, man. Mm. Uh, by the way, uh, Nick Siri isn't the cleverest. Apple are trying to make Siri clever. They're employing loads of people to try and make Siri a little bit smarter. I was just going to ask your opinion on 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 how you how do you find Siri because I'm quite cool with my AI not being too smart. For me, like I I feel like Siri is behind. Um mm. I don't I don't want AI to be cleverer than me because that, that will just be peak you know what i mean but like are you, know you going how, like, out dressed like that nick yeah exactly but, <laughs> but you know how like alexa is um i feel like alexa is is one of the best examples of ai ai, mm. AI that's um you know commercially available and is um there probably are better examples but it's one of the main ones is what i mean yeah you, know, you can the, the good thing about alexa is you can ask it pretty much anything pretty much within reason mm. and it can give you some kind of answer i feel like there's way too many gaps in siri's um vocabulary or you know brain space you ask mm. it certain things and it just beyond like asking what the weather's going to be like or you know uh, have i got any appointments today or and things like that it, it doesn't really offer me that much yeah and it's true you don't it's get bit, much more. It's, it's a bit one way. Yeah, and especially if your phone's locked, because if things like that are annoying, you know, like Alexa, you can just ask it whatever. If, if you've got an Alexa speaker, Amazon um, Echo speaker or whatever in, in your yard, you can yeah. just be like, you can be like, Alexa, blah, 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 and it just does it. Whereas with Siri, if your phone's locked, it's like, it's like I, I'll check the internet for you. Mm. But then your phone's locked, so it can't work. It's like, it won't check the internet because the phone's locked. And I'm like, fucking hell, man, this is shit. Just, just tell me. So you want you just want accessibility kind of with with Alexa and you want it you want it to be a bit clever. I mean ideally where where would you where do you want your AI to go in the future? Like what do you want from it? I don't like, the thing is I'm I'm somebody that's like I don't want something like iRobot to happen. Yeah, I'm not I ain't, I ain't looking to have robot helpers in the yard. You know what I mean? Flipping all up in the house telling that me is long <laughs> yeah yeah like and then all of a sudden they turn evil and shit now nah, i'm good i just i just want something that like something that's just a bit more useful and like and i, I feel like amazon are nearly there with alexa you know like on a real mm. like yeah because you can get you can get you can get alexa to you know turn lights on and off i know you can do this with siri as well and it all yeah. depends on the on the on the other peripheral gadgets that you've got but like you know you I don't really want it to go much further beyond like being able to um, being able to do what we can already do. You know, because mm. Ale- the good thing that Alexa, uh, this is not an advert for them, by the way, I sound like I'm advertising them hard. I don't, I don't even have one. It's, it's my dad that's got one. I don't even have one in my yard, but um, the, the good thing about them is they're connected to Amazon. So it's like, you can say to it, Oh, flipping buy me um, a, a Cadbury's Easter egg bang it just it will do it you know what i mean like mm. things like that mm. and I, I i feel like siri won't be able to compete with that because what will ha- what will end up happening and you you know this marcus what will end up happening is like as ai grows and it becomes bigger they will need contracts with all the different you know how like your bank needs a contract with apple to be able to offer apple pay yeah like things like that will happen you know what i mean so it's like as ai gets bigger if you if if if, say if siri doesn't have a contract with nike you can't say to siri oh order me those new air max trainers it won't do it yeah like whereas amazon because they've got their own fucking ai and their own massive like global shop yeah 
you can do a lot more stuff with them. I feel like there's a lot more opportunity. But maybe, you know, who knows what will happen in the future. Fucking, we've seen crazy things happen. Like, maybe Apple might end up collaborating with fucking Amazon. You know, you just never know. Yeah. Or one of them buying the other. That would yeah. be nuts. You, you, you just imagine? never know in this world, you know what I mean? Yeah, man, I wouldn't mind just saying, oh, Siri, just tell Nick tell Nick that I'll, I'll be around the corner in 10 minutes and it will just word it like that. How you normally talk as well. Yeah, yeah like that, man. That would be good. Yeah, man. Do you, know, do you know what I mean? Or, oh, serious, raining cats and dogs, man. Like, you know, oh, yeah. is it going to be like this all like, week? Even even with my Siri the other day, because a lot of the time, if I'm like getting ready mm. be on charge and my wardrobe's right next to the, the bedside table, I'll yeah. say to it, like, um, what's the weather like outside? Right. Yeah. But like so the other day I said, what's the weather outside? Like, uh, what's the weather outside today saying? No, what was it? It's something like, I, anyway, I ended it on the word mate, because I would say to like, uh, how are you doing today mate you know what i mean mm. like and then it, it's there's a place called mate in ghana it's probably it's probably yeah it's probably pronounced it's probably pronounced mate i reckon but it's in ghana and it's like telling yeah. me about the weather there. it was like it's not very cold in mate ghana i was like bro i ain't asking about that place like, <laughs> i ain't asking about that that mate uh, oh yeah. mate uh, cool freaking hell what a waste man but you know yeah I know. like you know uh, i think the more what we have to be cool with though is that they're going to have to record loads more data on us for that to work. And to me, I'm cool with it. I know some people are still a bit funny about, you know, oh my gosh, Siri knows everything, or Google's got all of the information. But for that to work, it needs it needs more input from us because we're very complex creatures. And it, like, it still shows that AI isn't quite there yet in terms of taking over the world yet because it still can't understand when you call it mate and tries to talk about another country. Huh. Interessant. Anyway, Nick... Super quick on before we get out of here today. Mm. There's an app that's come out called Jiro, Jero, G-E-R-O. I don't know whether I'm saying it right, but that's how you spell it. Now, it takes information from, in the app can take information from your Fitbit, Apple Health, and there's a, a few other apps that you might use for your health and fitness that you can draw information from. It can use that information to make a prediction on your lifespan. Would you be cool with that kind of prediction? Like, because this exists, Nick. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at it. I've downloaded the app. I've not set it up yet. Would you be cool with AI telling you when you might die? Do you? Would you no. like to know? No, I would. I, <laughs> I, I don't know why anybody would ever want to know this shit. Like, <laughs> like, can you, can you just imagine? Like, you just imagine how horrible that would be. It would like because the, the, the whole reason why. You know, and I don't mean to get a bit dark here or morbid, but this is real life. The whole reason why when people get told they've got terminal cancer, it's so horrible, is you know there is a death sentence put on you, man. You know it's coming when they say you've got, you know, no more than two months to live. That shit is horrible. Can you imagine having that your whole life? I know we, we all know that we're going to die, but, you know, we all hope that we're going to die of old age or blah, blah, blah. Can you imagine if, like, you went on this thing and it was like, yeah, you're going to die when you're 45. I'll be like, what? <laughs> what? Like, like, fucking what like then i'll just be fucking i'll be like I, i'm the type of person as well if i if i knew that say say if you if you knew you were gonna go like re not real soon but like in your 40s or whatever i'll be like well fuck work like, mm. why why am i gonna kill myself working if i've only got fucking like 15 years left i'm enjoying my shit you know mm. what i mean like mm. it, but then what happens if it ain't accurate because it's just an app at the end of the day isn't it what happens if you get to 45 and it's like hang on Man's still going out here. Yeah. I ain't got no savings. I ain't got yeah. no yard. I ain't, like, it could really fuck up your life. I'd see it as a challenge, you know. I'd be like, oh, I'm going to die tomorrow, yeah? All right, let's see. I could die now. Let's do this. Yeah. No, I wouldn't do that. Can you, can you uh, imagine if you, uh, if you like, whopped in all the details and then it just came up saying tomorrow? Can you fucking imagine? Flipping hell. That would be deep and dark. But, I mean, in another way, though, another point of way of looking at it, though, is if you knew, you might do more in the world you might help people you might i don't know raise loads of money for charity and stuff like that it could be a good thing i think yeah. i think i could handle it i'm looking at the app now and i'm considering putting my details in and and finding well, out finding out what the lifespan well, is more more for you my friend really really brave. you really wouldn't want to know i would no way okay all right, fair enough. Uh, we'll put a link to that app in the show description. Uh, use it at your own peril. And it is an app, all right? We've just discussed that Siri might not be that clever, all right? And isn't. 
when you say mate, it starts telling you about another country. You might put an extra zero in or, or say you've done like 100 steps less every day and it might tell you that you're going to die tomorrow instead of in 50 years time when you should die. There you go. Marte. Or 100 years time. <laughs> Marte. There you go. Uh, anyway, Nick, before we get out of here, how can we find more Nick Bright out there? At Nick Bright DJ on all the socials, bro. That's bro. Where you can find me. Trust Instagram, me. Twitter, yeah, um, all that lark. Yeah, and a DJ thing ain't there for a joke, you know. I saw Nick Bright in in the mix the other day, shutting down Beluga in Preston, smashed it. Yeah, yeah, boy, that was live. Marcus Bronzy was was inside the building, grabbing the microphone, just living life, <laughs> sipping a sip, sipping two two juice and that. Hey, you know, it's my birthday. It was my birthday weekend, didn't it? It was my birthday yeah, the yeah, week yeah. the week before, so you know, I had to, I had to have a little. I got loose, didn't it? You have to get a little bit loose out there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, nothing, nothing wrong with that, mate. You know, I yeah, mean, I, had to, I had to leave, man. I was, I was gutted. <laughs> I, I had to go. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I was in and out. I had things to do in London the next day. I didn't get back to London till six thirty a.m. the next day. So that was, that was a bit crazy. But Graft. Um, Graft. yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure you and the and, and the lads had a good night. I had a sense. It was sensational. I know this is very like this is very um, insular now. It's just like for us. But like the vibe in there, it was it was Easter Sunday, so it's mm. like. You know, nobody had work the next day. It was fucking rammed. Like the, the 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 vibe, the music, people were just feeling it. It was a sick night, man. Yeah, I think you know what? Nick Bright DJ by name, Nick Bright DJ forever. Or at least yeah, until yeah. when Jero says he's gonna die or Jero the app. Even when I'm old <laughs> and still gonna be doing this. Of course, man, of course. Uh obviously your radio show, BBC Radio on Extra, ten till one Saturdays and Sundays, right? Yeah, that's the ones. Good stuff. All right. I'm Marcus Bronzy on all the social medias. As is. That's Marcus, M-A-R-C-U-S, B-R-O-N-Z-Y. We are How to Kill an Hour on all social medias as well. Um, also, make sure if you want to get involved in that competition where you can win one of three copies of 2K18, the flagship WWE game, not just the regular version. You're going to be getting yourself the bad boy WrestleMania version if you win. A uh, pack full of bonus content, including the John Cena, you can't see me, and Kurt Angle, Olympian. He actually is an Olympian in wrestling, you know, in yeah. real life. In 1996, he won the Olympics. If you Google the picture of, of Kurt Angle, you can see how happy he is because he actually cries, bro, with happiness. Yeah. Cries Did he have like this. mad long hair back then as well? A lot more hair than he does now, let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> Young man's bald, um, any. But yeah, if you fancy winning that uh, 2K18 WrestleMania edition, uh, one of those three copies, head to howtokillinghour.com forward slash win uh, or head to the link in the show description. There's plenty of ways to kill some time out there. I've been Marcus Bronzy. I've been Nick Bright. Thank you for killing some time with us. Bless. 